Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 222. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis and just as I sat down to record, I spilled a full glass of water all over my desk. So it's going great. Everything's great. But now we're recording, everything's going to turn around. It's going to, it's good. It's not raining here. It actually is raining here. And, but it, it is. Everything's going to turn around. It's just going to turn around. And it's going to be better. Yeah. I may have hit the pandemic wall. Hopefully it's not a permanent impact. But I, I, might, I, might, I might have just run into it today. I think the rain really, you know, it's like, because you can't so much sit outside so well on a rainy day. Uh, when say one wants to go and do one's writing practice and uh, it's just messing, 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 you know, you know. Anyway, we have we have a podcast to to deliver here to you, my wonderful listeners, and uh, I'm glad to have some of you back who may have disappeared and have returned. So thank you. And if you've been here all along, also thank you. And if you're just joining me for the first time, thank you. See? Now I feel better just thinking about all of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so hi. Uh, today's blog is about an email I got. Sometimes, you know, it's the little things that can kind of set you off. <laughs> but I got this email and it made me mad. So I wrote this, uh, wrote this thing. Um, and it is called Everybody's Favorite Nice Guy Has a New Gig. You all remember the guy who inspired my blog post about sticky, benevolent sexism? It was a few people's favorite. It's about the time this guy asked all the ladies to stand up so the men could applaud us. Well, I just got an email from an organization that is trying to reckon with its own racism and sexism, and this guy is apparently part of some learning group on the subject. In the email, he recommends some podcasts to listen to for this racism-sexism reckoning. I happen to agree with his recommendations, so I can't fault him for his choices, but there's something about this particular brand of white guy leading this conversation that just makes me want to start throwing plates. He's the darling of this organization, one of the favorite sons, everybody's favorite nice guy. I bet if he'd spoken to me, I'd have found him nice and charming too. It's not about him, I promise. It's how this particular pattern is playing itself out around the world. Rather than figuring out how to include all the people who have been left behind due to their race, class, or gender, the white men who have the power are figuring out how to talk the woke talk so they can hold on to their positions of power. They'll still have the jobs, the gigs, and the opportunities, but now they've learned how to say that we should be hearing from a BIPOC or a woman instead of them before they start their speech. They'll hang their heads a little bit and bemoan that it is they in front of us instead of, say, a black woman. It's just too bad, they'll say. They'll coat their power in a layer of guilt so we still like them 
and let them keep their jobs. Rather than going back and collecting all the people this organization left behind over the years, it's beefing up the current members with woke language and talking big talk about all the people they'll include in the future. Maybe they will. I don't know. But as one of those people that got left behind, I know I will never be collected. There will never be a moment when they say, hey, where was that nutty feminist from a few years ago? Think we should ask her back to help us improve our sexism problem? She might know a few things about that. It will never happen. Instead, they'll have the newly woke white guy explain it to them. It'll happen for BIPOC folks as well. The reckoning won't pull an artist back in who understood how racism was operating there. They won't call up that artist and ask them to make a piece about what it's like to be excluded. Nope. The newly woke white guy will lead everyone in a white guilt seminar instead. And maybe, just maybe, they will make a change and the place will be full of the work of women and BIPOCs as well as work by working class or disabled artists. Maybe this place will become a beacon of egalitarian art. But they won't come back for me. They won't come back for all the BIPOC, working class, and disabled artists they left behind. As an artist in my 40s, no one's coming back for me. I know that. If I'm not the favorite son now, I never will be. All the privileges that got Mr. New Woke Bay where he is passed me by, and he will continue to benefit from what got him there. He may begin to try to make space for the artists on the horizon who fit his mold, but all the women and BIPOC artists who got displaced in the water because his boat was coming through are drowned forever. Except we're not drowned forever. We're still here and available. But those who got drowned in the wake of this guy's big boat are poisoned somehow. We're too angry. We don't strike the right tone. Sorry about all these boat metaphors. The Trump parade at Lake Travis is fresh in my mind, and the way all those big boats caused the submerging of the little ones really stuck with me. I mean, it's just so apt, metaphorically speaking, those big boats having no awareness of the other's distress as they happily motor along, throwing up damage in their wake. Anyway, congratulations on your new wokeness, newly woke white guy. I look forward to your blogs about feminism because heaven forbid you just amplify mine. Yeah, there's just something about this particular guy. I know I said it's not about him, but it is about the ones like him (laughs) that are just so proud of themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, congratulations, you're a winner. I'm great. You know, I shake your hand. If you had talked to me, I'm sure we would have had a nice conversation. But you didn't talk to me, number one. Number two, why? why, uh. Anyway, hello. (laughs) Uh, The the podcasts that he recommended, though, I do actually, (laughs) I, I agree. I agree with. If you're wanting to... Uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. There, it's seeing white, 
is the one about race. I don't remember what the one about uh, gender is. Um, her, it may just be about, I don't actually haven't listened to that one, but I'm sure it's good because the one about seeing white was great. So, um, uh, however, uh, this guy, this guy, oh, oy. uh, there are plenty of folks who are figuring this all out in a much less irritating way, but sometimes you just got to talk about the ones who are doing it in an irritating way. Otherwise they're very pleased with themselves for all from, you know, for being a winner for winning all the time and then continuing to win by, uh, pretending that they have it all figured out. So hooray. Uh, and so yeah, uh, this, this organization, I just recently heard from, actually, which I found hilarious, kind of right after I wrote this, I got an email inviting me to like a virtual uh, conference. It Like it's the thing, but virtual. And um, so everything is going to be online, which it, I, I, it's not actually a gesture, Right. Like it's like I'm sure hardly anyone wants to watch a thing virtually. And so they're like trying to have as many people participate as they can. So now's the moment where they're like, let's have everyone come back and watch our thing online, just like every other thing online and all the things. Anyway, that also was like, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, No. This is this is the, like for a second I was like oh that's funny they're they're kind of doing what I said they definitely wouldn't do but it's actually they're not not they're not actually they're just trying to beef up their numbers um, I am a hundred percent sure <laughs> because it's not like come back and let's have a conversation it's more like we we need some we need to fill some seats metaphorically speaking like it's not uh, yeah anyway. <laughs> I, uh, how about that boat, right? That boat parade? Did you guys see this? I mean, everything happens, like, gets buried instantly. Like, a a story that was amazing two days ago is now absolutely, like, what? What happened? But that that boat situation, (laughs) the Trump parade that sunk, sank, that submerged bunches of little boats... Mm-mm-mm. Classic. All right. So, song. Uh, the song here is, uh, it's, I decided to go with Not Ready to Make Nice by The Chicks. They are now The Chicks. Do you remember, like, a few episodes ago, I did a song by them, and I was like... I don't know about their name, but, you know, here's the Dixie Chicks song. And then I'm going to say like a week later, maybe even a few days later, they were like, we're not the Dixie Chicks anymore. We're the Chicks. So, you know, anyway, so this is now the Chicks. Uh, And I decided to do it because of the feeling uh, like I was sort of wrestling with that invitation to be a part of the conference since, you know, they invited me and I felt like, oh, maybe I should go and stay in good with this organization. And then I was just like, you know what? 
I I don't think I have it in me to like do the pretending <laughs> and the virtual smiling and shaking hands. I mean, already like I really can't handle the virtual uh, communication stuff. It's just not for me. Um, but then to also just like be in a space of like, oh hi, oh hey, yeah, I just like I was like I can't, I not in this moment, and not in this context. So that is why I chose not ready to make nice because I am not ready to make nice. Not that they did anything to me. They totally did not. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to badmouth this particular organization. I just, uh, there are plenty of others <laughs> that fit that category. But this one, they, 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 I mean, it's nothing particularly, like, bad. It's just I, I, I did not feel welcome in the end. Um, so, yeah. I feel like this is a weird episode, and I'm, I, 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 I blame the water. I really do. That glass of water spilling, it just, you know. Um, but uh, if you, hey, one other thing before I get to the song. Um, the Dragoning, which is my audio drama that I've been making, is up for an award. We got nominated for an Audioverse uh, award, and the voting started yesterday, the 11th. Uh, so if you feel like voting for the Dragoning, that would be amazing. It'd be super fun to win an award. I mean, that would be nice, right? Um, so, uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So if you felt like voting for uh, the Dragoning, that would be amazing. Um, and a new episode of that will be coming up. I think it'll be out next week. We had a few setbacks, um, but episode nine will come out and then, the finale will be after that. So we're, we're going to do 10 episodes. Uh, we were going to do 11, and then I realized that 10 and 11 would be too short. So I'm making them one, two episodes, one, and it's going to be a big finale. Uh, so if you haven't listened to The Dragoning yet, check it out. It's wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, thank you for listening to this one today. I'm sorry it was a weird one. Maybe it's, maybe it's not weird. I don't know. I feel strange, <laughs> but I'm happy to be able to share the strangeness with you. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, tell someone about it if you enjoy the strangeness and you want to share it. That would be amazing. Uh, ways to support the podcast are patreon.com slash Davis. There is Ko-fi and PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. Liking, reviewing, subscribing. All of those things also are very helpful. Um, yeah. So, without further ado, uh, this is going to be not ready to make nice on ukulele because it actually works better for me on ukulele. I was playing it on guitar, actually, for a while, and I just was like, because this, this song has been on my uh, will play at some point list like I added it to my songs to learn playlist months ago, if not like years ago, um, because, you know, it's a good one. And uh, I often feel this way. <laughs> um, but whenever I play it on guitar, it just didn't sound right. It didn't feel good. Like, I, I'm, 
yeah, anyway, so ukulele actually is like, I don't know, there's something some, some, something different about it that I enjoyed um, and made it so that I felt ready I could share it with you. Um, I did learn it fairly quickly on ukulele. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel like I, I would, if I were to play it live, <laughs> oh, please, at some point, will there be live performances again? But if I were to do it, I would, I would definitely like to take a bit more time to like really like lock in. But for, for, for today, for the weirdness of today, all's well. Here we go. Here is Not Ready to Make Nice by the Chicks. I'm not sure I could 
They say time heals everything, but I'm still 